This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, Rabotai, we are learning bright and early. Sun shining outside. Parashat Mishpatim. It has all of the different complicated halachot. You have all of the masechtot that are written in the parasha. But at the end, it goes back to Matan Torah. And I want to bring us back to a lesson of Matan Torah and a lesson that Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky is going to uh, tell us something that is crucial, crucial to our Avodat Hashem. So at the end of the parasha, Moshe says, Hashem tells Moshe, you should go up to the mountain and you should tell Bnei Israel all of the Mishpatim. And here we have the famous parasha of Nase Venishma. That finally Moshe Rabbeinu goes up and, uh, and, uh, and, and Hashem tells Moshe, go and accept the Torah. And Bnei Israel, Bnei Israel, accept the Torah finally. It's a, it's it's a completion. It's a, it's written in the in the pasuk of the following. Perekhav dalit pasuk gimel vayavu Moshe vayisaper laam et kol divrei Adonai ve et kol hamishpatim vayan kol laam kol echad vayomru kol advarim asher diber Adonai naase. Whatever Hashem told us, we will do. Now, Bnei Israel accepted the Torah mi'ahava, out of love. Out of Naase. passion. Yeah, Naase. But in last week's parasha, it says, Vayitiyatsevu Yisrael, tachtit ha-har, Yisrael sat tachtit ha-har, and says Rashi, melamed shikafa alem ha-kadosh baruchu ha-har kegigit, that Hashem held the mountain over their head and said, here, if you're going to accept the Torah, it's good. If not, over here is going to be your burial place. So what does this mean exactly? Does this mean that, that, a, that, that, that we accepted the Torah from total, uh, from, from, from total acceptance? We were for, the Torah was forced upon us. There's a very simple question over here of Yaakov Kamenetsky asks. If we accepted the Torah because of force, so also Esav and Yishma also would have accepted it because of, because of force. If they would have had a, a gun held to their head, they would all say, okay, okay, we accept the Torah. If not, Shantik Furatchem. And furthermore, why did we have to have this force put upon us if we said Da'asev and Yishma? So we accepted the Torah Mi'ava, and all of a sudden, we have this, we, we have the Milamit Shekafalim Harkigigid. How do the two things juxtapose? How do, they, how do they come together? On one hand, you have the force of the Torah being accepted upon you. On the other hand, you said, Nasib and Nishma. One or the other. Why do you need both? That's the question. So Yaakov says a very important principle. And this is something that I think that we all have to implement in our Avodat Hashem, in our parenting, and in our general life, which is the following. It's not enough to have one without the other. You can't have just love, or like you were saying, passion. That's not enough. 
Because having love and having passion is not necessarily going to, it's not going to necessarily spill over to, to, uh, to, to, to doing things when the going gets tough or when you need to have a little bit of fear. And when you're, and when, and when you're, 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 you're forced into a situation and you're doing it just because of, 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 of twisting your arm behind your back, that's also not going to be enough. Because you're going, to miss, you're going to miss the etzim drive. You have to have the fear, the reverence. But at the same time, you have to have the love. You know, we had on Friday night the honor of having Rav Yitzchak Koledetsky with us, Davin with us, Friday night. Rav Yitzchak Koledetsky is the son and lover of Chaim Kanyeski. A big tzaddik. And he said the following. He said, he said, yeah, so he said the following. He's in town. He said, he said the following. That when that uh, that the stipler, his wife's grandfather, asked his his wife's grandfather asked like this: What happened when Bnei Israel were all were all by uh, by Har Sinai? There was the shofar kolotu brakim. It was a very scary episode. Whereas when we we witness Hachnasat Sefer Torah, when there's Hachnasat Sefer Torah, it's a lot of joy, a lot of happiness. It's not with necessarily the same fear. So why was there so much fear? when we accepted the Torah originally. said so the stipler, you go through the generations. Whenever you tell a Yid, you know, this is traith, right away, he, he doesn't touch it. When you tell a Jew, this is, it's Shabbat, you can't touch, right away, he, he pulls back. Where does that come from? It comes from the natural fear that we got instilled in us in Har Sinai. So in Har Sinai, we had the dimension of instilling fear. But that's not enough. You also have to have the Ava, and that Ava, we also, when we accepted the Torah, Benasev and Ishma, that was done me'ahava, out of our own will. And every person has to have that balance. He says, this is why it's so important that when you're receiving the Torah, you have to receive it because with that person, perfect balance. Because if not, it could be you're receiving it because of fear or because of love. And that doesn't stand, withstand the test of time. We have a very exuberant speaker, and that is, it is he's conveying a message. Maybe you're just accepting his message because he's an unbelievable speaker, but not because of the content. Rabbi Hanan Wasserman, when he would give a shear, he would give it in a very monotonous voice. He wouldn't raise his voice. He wouldn't. He wouldn't lower it. Very boring. It says in the Torah. It says Rashi says this. Why? He wanted the Talmidim to, uh, to, to, to exert themselves to understand what the words are saying and absorb the words for their words, for the content, not with all the bells and whistles. Unfortunately, in our generation, or even then, not everybody's like, was there like Rebbe Hanan. They had to convey the message in a way that the Talmidim are going to absorb it, in a way that's gishmak, in a way that it's, it's lively, in a way that you're going to absorb the message. Because at the Shev, you'll absorb the message. But that's not the ideal. The ideal is absorbing the words themselves. This is an unbelievable thing. That Moshe Rabbeinu was punished. And he couldn't go to Eretz Yisrael because he hit the rock by Meim Meriva. There's a lot of different pshatim. Rabbi Yaakov says, you know what was so terrible? Moshe Rabbeinu was the transmitter of Torah. He was the conduit. If he changed one thing, Hashem said, speak to the rock, and he hit the rock. So that changed the Mesira and the way how Torah was given over. The Ebenezer says this also, that maybe, 
maybe B'nai Yisrael would have said, okay, if Moshe Rabbeinu added this, maybe he added on other things. And it's not totally pure. That is the secret why when Kabbalah Torah, when we had Kabbalah Torah, we had the perfect synthesis between Ava and Yira. And that's why when we learn Torah, we have to learn it for, not for the great advantages of the, of the, of the, of the cool delivery and the, and the, and the Geshvanka atmosphere. That also is important and that'll help me. But that's not the ideal. The ideal is to accept the Torah for the words and the perfect balance for what, it's, for, for what it says. But this is not only relevant in, 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 in accepting the Torah with the perfect balance of Ava and Yira. Also in parenting, it's that way. You know, some parents, they brought up their children in a very, very strict way. And that could have worked for previous generations. As a matter of fact, I was with a friend of mine and his, uh, he grew up in Morocco. And he, uh, he told me that he, he knows a, about a certain friend of his that after Bet Knesset, his, uh, his friend um, started walking with his friends. And uh, he, uh, he failed and or forgot to kiss his father goodbye. His father, he's bunging all his friends. His father says, come over here in front of all his friends. Smacked him right in front of all his friends. He says, what, you leave without saying goodbye to me? <laughs> that worked in Morocco. Nowadays, nowadays, it's not going to work so easy. You know, it's, like, it's not going to work. The, the atmosphere, the street is not the same. But on the other hand, to have children fully calling their parents by their full name or by their, you know, just like their buddies, the Be'ava, that's also not going to work. Too much love, too much fear, one extreme or the other is never going to work. Not disrespect. You have to have, you have to have balance. There has to have the balance between the Ava and the Yira. And, uh, and, and that is the, that, that is how we can implement it in our lives. And to give and, and to give uh, and, and, and to give enough ava that we could uh, that, that that a person is is going to have that connection. But on the other hand, that they can't start like uh, you know crossing boundaries and where they shouldn't. So that's what we learned from Kabbalat Torah: why we needed Nasev and Ishma, and why we needed Kafalem Harkigigit. And that's what we learned on, and that's how we could implement it in our lives and our interpersonal relationships. All also. It's very nice to be, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, with with certain people. I mean, there's certain friends that you have can very close. You have one relationship, and other friends, others. But by other, by 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 people around you, you have to be able to have a balance. You have to have a balance of being a little bit reserved, but being being also friendly. No extreme is ever good. That's the balance that we saw in Matantona, and that's how we can implement it in our lives. Have a great week. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.